What's up, everyone? It's 9 o'clock on a Monday, which means we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. And I'm your co-host, Riley Zepp. And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the plains and around the globe. And of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back. Another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL. 91.1. FM. Super show. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, there's not really been a lot going on. There's not really been a lot going on in sports. Um, There's a game yesterday that a couple people, I don't know, did you watch it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, it didn't really have very big implications on it, you know what I mean? Well, I just wanted to watch the Rihanna concert did you know actually rihanna uh i think like the so the viewers for the super bowl was 13 it was either 113 million or 13 million i don't don't remember which one it was but then rihanna's halftime performance had 17.8 so four point almost five million more people watched the half just tuned in for the halftime show and then turned off tv Hmm. so it had to be 117 million yeah i think it had to have been yeah um yeah yeah it had to have been that's so good. She did a great job. We'll talk about that later in the show. But, yeah, Super Bowl 57, Chiefs-Eagles. Chiefs-Eagles. Great game. Mahomes has now won his second uh, MVP and uh, Super Bowl. First quarterback yeah. to win both of them since. You know who. I know it was Kurt Warner. Yeah. But I forget the year. 99. 99. I was going to say 2009. Uh, it, was, well, it, was, uh, it was the greatest show on turf. It is true. Um, Speaking of turf. Yeah, we'll get into that, too. Turf sucked. It was bad. It was really bad. but uh, $800,000 for this NFL? Yeah. I mean, it ain't... It they were ice skating. $800,000 NFL is like... It's like a $5 foot long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do better. Yeah, but, you know, so today, obviously, this show is going to be mostly Super Bowl, and then... I think me and Riley decided that each show up until the draft, we're going to give our position group rankings. Say we're doing QBs. Yeah. Might do running backs as well. I don't know if we want to do like a full week just for the running backs. We might. Yeah. But uh, and then we got uh, the trade deadline happened since last show. Yeah. It seems like it's been a while now. but The Cardinals still haven't announced a coach, but another team in Arizona, they, they, they went did. big. They went big. And uh, so, yeah, we'll talk about the trade deadline. And then if we have time, we'll get into the waste management in Phoenix Open. Yeah. And our did we our Madden franchise. Oh, yeah. I got to talk about the Madden franchise. Um, did we? We finished a season. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. But if... I don't know. But we're, like, in the off season now. Yeah. It, it, our teams are, like, I'm done with my team. I'm done. My I'm... team it should be good now. Um. I'm definitely ready for the next show. I'm down to just do another another team. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Another rebuild. So we, obviously, the season now, we simmed that one in the game. And then played 2023. And then did we play? Yeah, we played two seasons because I played two seasons with Will Levis. So yeah. now we're going into four. Going into 2025, I think. 2024. No, no, we were just in 2025. So we skipped the first year. Yeah, so now we're going to the 25-26 season. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I drafted four, Will this, Levis. It's our fourth season. Yeah, the first season we just simmed through it though. Yeah. But yeah, Will Levis. I had him for two years. He was horrible. So we we moved on. Went a different direction. Mm. We we signed, lefty. Signed Tua Tonga Valoa. Yeah. Uh, I have Justin Herbert, and uh, I started off the year seven and one, and then me and Egan were like. Let's just go to the let's go to the playoffs. I think we were just like let's just go to the playoffs because my team was like one and six, yeah, two and seven or something like that. And then I ended up going ten and seven, making the wild card. Started off seven and one. I also don't I have no idea how my team's bad. Yeah, and you made the playoffs too. I did make the playoffs. So we played each other. It's too. just me me controlling my team. I suck, but yeah. the the game likes my team. Yeah, but mine's the opposite. I just overperform when I play. But yeah, yeah, but I traded Noah Fant for a defensive player, so now I have no tight end. So Patrick Ricard is playing tight end. That's that's all right. Honestly, it's perfect. Just yeah. need a block. Yeah, um, we're gonna have I no lost. passes to their tight end this year. I lost in the wild card uh, to the Packers. Yeah, I got which was the only team that actually beat me. Uh, I got obliterated season. by the Panthers, like thirty-five-seven. Um, and after that, I just I'm like I was gonna win the Super Bowl. Justin Herbert was going to win the MVP, and then I simmed to the playoffs. Yeah, and it just fell apart, and I like, I got so angry. Listen, you can take, you can take the kid out of the Chargers, but you can't take the Chargers out of the kid. Yeah, yeah. Chargers um, are going to Charger. Yeah, so uh, I think next wheel we're going to do AFC teams. Yeah, so we both got NFC teams, so we got to do some AFC teams. Um, I hope I get the Chiefs. I want the Dolphins for the uniforms. And I'm just not going to change anything on the Chiefs. Yeah. The team we have is what we got. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers would be pretty cool. Me and Justin Herbert running back. Um, What's some teams you don't want? uh, The Titans. I started one with the Titans because I was like, I like Vrabel. Titans are kind of a cool team. I don't have no no dislike towards them, so I picked them. And Mike Vrabel should have been coach of the year. There is nobody on the Titans team. <laughs> Absolutely nobody on the Titans team. Their roster is horrible. I mean, and they've got they've got a bunch of money tied up in Kevin Byard, who is their free safety, who is one of the, he is one of the best free safeties in the league, but he's like thirty. And then they have fifteen to twenty mil tied up in Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan didn't play, I don't know if at all last year. He's always been injured, and then. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is making like Too much thirty million dollars a year. Yeah, it's it's absurd. But yeah, I don't know. The Titans, Titans are gonna be are in re, should be in rebuild mode. Yeah, they're doing a half rebuild. They're like uh, post Eero Chicago Bullsing it. I think Mike Vrabel honestly should be up there with like the Tomlins and Belichicks because he he has n- nothing on his team and they somehow almost made the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, their division's really bad. I mean, their division is really bad, but they have Ryan Tannehill at QB. So, should we do a wheel now to determine the teams? Uh, no, let's do it at the end. Let's, I want to finish out my yeah. uh, Seahawks one. So, should we do it next week then? Yeah, we can do it next week. I just don't know if I can take another week of this Vikings team, man. Like, it's just – after that season, it's just so depressing. You gotta go back, man. It's a it's a learning learning experience. You gotta uh you gotta sit out there, 
and stand in the corner of the field watching the other team celebrate and make sure that someone gets a cool picture of it before you can walk in the tunnel. Yeah, I'm Boston Scott. Yeah. That's a new trend now. Um it needs to stop. The player, like last night it was Boston Scott on the Eagles standing on the field watching the other team celebrate, and it's literally just so, like, they can get a cool picture of them watching the other team celebrate, and they walk off the field. Yeah. Like, I don't oh, like it. I'm going to soak in this loss in. Gonna um, learn from it. Okay, <laughs> you do you, man. Yeah, I just, uh, I personally, if I lost the Super Bowl, I just wanted to get out of there as fast as possible. Probably, I think. Yeah, that'd, that'd be like the worst day of my life. Yeah, I don't would not want to watch. And then, especially if you lose the Chiefs, like you got to Jackson Mahomes and Brittany Mahomes are running on the field immediately. Got to get out of there. Yeah, the only problem. I have with the Kansas City Chiefs is, is that uh, their gloves and cleats are yellow. And I kind of like the, the – It just looks like flags all the time. And then it doesn't it does help that like they get flags. favorable calls. The um, uh, Who does it with Greg Olson? No idea. Yeah. But the guy who does it with Greg Olson thought one, actually thought it was a flag one play, but it was Pacheco's mouthpiece. Yeah. I See, think – Yellow needs to not be a football. Yeah, it was player. he. He got tackled, and one of the I think it was Fletcher Cox or some a defensive player, like obviously grabbed his mouthpiece while he was trying to tackle him. And he just had it in his hand, and so we, when he was done with the play, he just threw it. And the uh, Greg Olson's friend thought it was a flag. What is? Well, we got to find out his name. Maybe we should. What color should the flag be? I think yellow is good. I think it should have a pattern or something to it. Or neon. It should be green. a javelin. And you gotta throw a javelin, yeah. like a uh, like the or like a salt and pepper shaker, like the uh, the flag on a soccer field. Oh yeah, you just oh, javelin yeah. throw that thing into yeah. the middle of the field every single time if you get a flag. I think that uh, there should be a noise like a like a goal song, like a goal alarm, like a gong. That would be cool. Uh Or I just had a grit a bop it. What if it was like an alarm? Like That's when you yeah. have to wake up in the morning, yeah. that actually probably would be terrible. I just, if the Chiefs are going to be this good, they need to get like like a siren. accessories that don't look like flags being thrown. All right, so this is just not uh, making just, it very easily to find out. Just look up the out. Fox booth. I Fox typed football. in Fox Sports analysts, but I brought up like Howie and all those guys. Um, Greg Olson is fantastic. Also, just uh, I saw this just before we came on air. We I do like Greg Olson a lot as a commentator, but bad news for Greg Olson. He's getting replaced by Tom Brady next year, and they took his salary and dumped it from $10 million all the way down to $3 million. So he got his salary chopped in more than half, and he got his job taken. Yeah. By Tom Brady. I just uh, I don't know if Tom Brady's going to be that good. Greg Olson is, like, the ideal yeah. former NFL player. And I don't know if you really want to make him that – if you if you want to make him upset by just pulling him after he had his best year and then taking all his money away. So Greg Olson's like, all right, I'll go take Tony Romo's spot when they fire him. Yeah, no, I hope that happens. Because apparently – Tony Romo's what not to do. So he's with CBS, and apparently the CB, some CBS executives went to meet with Tony Romo in his, I don't know, probably Jupiter, Florida, palatial estate. Yeah. I don't know where he lives. And they said, hey, man, you need to step it up. 
can't just it's you know your first year out of the league yeah it was you didn't have to do anything because you still knew everybody and you knew the game but you know man it's been it's been a couple of years since you've played you know you can't just can't keep just walking in you know no preparation thinking you're gonna wing it it's, a lot of people don't like it and then Tony Romo is basically like ah. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, me and Jim, we do our thing. And uh, you guys, uh, get out of my house. He basically, it was basically the scene when the FBI agents went on to uh, Jordan Belfort's boat in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. And he was like, hey guys, get the F off my boat. It was basically that. So uh, CBS and Tony Romo don't like each other right now. But they are paying him an absurd amount of money. So who knows if he'll get fired. But looks like they got their guy if they do fire him. Um, did you know that Tony Romo and Carrie Underwood were, like, dating at one point? Doesn't surprise me. Also, do you know there's a football life on Tony Romo? Why? Oh, I guess he was undrafted. He was not that good. I mean, he wasn't football life good, yeah. No. Nowhere close football life good. Um you know it was crazy in the in the begin like during pre national anthem pre Chris Stapleton masterclass, uh, or it might have been post. They showed Pat Tillman, ooh, and uh, Saturday night. You know how uh, at nighttime, uh, you may have been drinking during the day or maybe not, and you just all of a sudden get super inspired to like completely change your life. <laughs> uh, I did that. And I started watching the Pat Tillman documentary. Let's go. And uh, when I saw Pat Tillman, I thought I, I just had a I had a, a flashback to the night before of how inspired I was by watching uh, Pat Tillman. It's really it's really messed up what uh, what happened there. Yeah. See, uh, I that similar inspiration comes to me, uh, but I don't watch. I watch Rocky. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, Rocky gets me going. Yeah, but the problem with Rocky is that he's from the city of Philadelphia. I just can never hate the city of Philadelphia simply because Rocky's from there. I, I was a very happy guy last night. I, the Philly fans, yeah, they can be a lot, but they're could not have. They happened. are hilarious sometimes. Yeah, I'll admit, hand up, they can be funny sometimes. I do like their their love for their team. That's good. I respect it, but I also like they're scumbags sometimes. Ooh, Kevin Burkhart. But also is the guy with also. Greg um, a lot of other fan bases can be scumbags too. Like it's not just Philly; it's just Philly. I see it a lot more. Yeah, this is kind of their their stereotype, I would say. And I feel like Their since MO. since it is like a stereotype, a lot of the fans feed into that, and so they feel like they have to act that way. So it's almost like ah, yeah. I but, just uh, I just don't like the Philadelphia Phillies, and the Eagles happen to be in the same city as the Phillies. So you know, I don't know if the Phillies. Are kind of going to be like, and the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl a few years ago, and that really made me. Upset. Phillies reloaded after going to the World Series, which is like insane to think about. They brought back the same team that had a Trey Turner. What a what a NL East division. That's title crazy. That is. But uh, Kevin Burkhart, guy we were thinking of with yeah. Craig Olson. I don't mind Kevin Burkhart either. Um, He's not bad. Before we go to PSAs, and one last thing about Greg Olson, I liked how he said. I love that holding call. Yeah. Because I was trying to explain to the group of people that that was holding. And then everybody, like, you know, like there's an awkward silence in the heat of an argument. And then in that silence, all we hear is Greg Olson saying, 
I love that holding call right there. It was obviously a holding See? call. See? And, yeah, that was exactly my reaction. Even Greg said it. Yeah, you can't disagree with Greg Olson. You can't disagree with Greg. Um, but, yeah, when we come, come back from PSAs, we'll talk a little. We'll go in chronological order. Yeah, starting um, with. Tails never fails, by the way. Tails never fails. I wish I had bet uh, my mortgage, my make-believe mortgage on that. Team wearing white jerseys won. That, when's the. When does that usually happen? Yeah, 25 out of the last 28 times. Team was, wearing white won the Super Bowl. What was the Gatorade color? I missed it. Purple. Pur- purple? I know. Crazy. Never seen a purple on the sideline. Whoa. Fierce grape? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so actually the last team who didn't wear white to win the Super Bowl was the Philadelphia Eagles in 2016. Yeah. We, yeah. No, okay. PSS. 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 All right. Welcome back. More super tough scenes. <laughs> super tough scenes. Um, super Bowl breakdown starts here on WGL 91.1 FM. Also, Cavs beat the Spurs. <sighs> tough scene. Let's go uh, Cavs. Remember 2007? Um, no, I was six. Yeah, but uh, you should do some. You should do a, a little NBA history. What did the Spurs beat the Cavs in 2006 when the Spurs had like five All Stars and LeBron <laughs> brought his toothbrush with him to the game? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you should you should look up that uh, the NBA Finals that year. Was, Not gonna look it up. Uh, it was it's pretty inspirational. Um, probably was. It was like, geez, Louise, look at this young kid from Akron just single handedly matching up with the Spurs. Yeah, matching up, he he won zero games. That's okay. Um, and wh- how do you say that dude's name? Zildris, Zedris, the. Uh, the yeah. dude that people say Zedros that Zedros or something. The dude that uh, Big Z LeBron basically. LeBron fans say that uh, LeBron had no help, but that guy was actually pretty solid. He was like all star and stuff. Like he was, he was pretty good. He was at the game of basketball. Very all right. Anderson Barajal was also pretty good too. And now we're getting a little, little ambitious. You know, they just ran into the buzzsaw that was the San Antonio Spurs, regardless of what they are now. Uh, of what they are now, uh, 2007 happened. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to 2007. Is that 16 years ago? Hey, bro, Browns have five championships. NFL championships. Yeah, just go back to 1965. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, trying. I'm still trying to figure out this Brady bonus with Tom Brady and Greg Olson. I don't know. He, well, Greg Olson's still going to call this year. Brady's yeah, not going to Yeah, he's gonna still going to call this year, but 24. Apparently, it's basically up to Brady. If Brady decides he's coming back for 24, then Greg Olson's going to be number two and he's making three mil. And if Tom Brady doesn't come back, then Greg Olson stays number one and he's making 10 mil. It's basically. They should have a QB battle, but for uh, color commentary. For color commentary? Yeah. I don't. How would you do that? You just bring them both in a room and play like. Uh, YouTube highlights, <laughs> and then just be like, "All right, who? Go yeah. ahead, whoever's better." Uh, yeah, that or they should do like an American Idol fan vote. <laughs> you have to text in. Oh, your... Greg Golson would win ninety nine percent. I don't know. Votes. Bra- I feel like the you... Brady fandom runs deep. I th- yeah, I know, but I think like if you I want I like if Greg you Olson. like took a map of the United States and say red was like. They're voting in in the election. Like red is Tom Brady, blue is Greg Olson. Like Massachusetts and probably a little bit of New York and maybe like Virginia or like Connecticut 
would be all Tom Brady. Yeah, and in it, like Maine and Vermont. There should be an electoral college for American Idol. Yeah, but then and then like the rest of the United States would be Greg Olson. Yeah, Alabama uh, might be Tom Brady just because I feel like there's like a lot of Alabama people were just like I'm from Alabama. What team am I gonna pick? Patriots. You don't have to look at me when you say that. Well, I mean, there's no one else in this room. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so, starting off, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, Chris Stapleton. National anthem. My favorite national anthem I've seen in a while. Um, Egan said it sounded like a ballad. Made me a laugh. ballad. It, it made me chuckle. No, I th- like it was awesome watching it at home, but I could definitely f- like understand why if you were a player at the game and you're like, all right, let's get this going. Yeah. And then he went out there and then did that. You'd be like, dude, I'm going to bed now. Nick Sirianni crying his eyes out. Pretty lost. Yeah. He knew it was happening. That was that's that's football guy stuff there. Yeah. Just so just so emotional, excited to get this game going, crying to the national anthem. Yeah. Um and then uh Tales Never Fails, like I said. That old that also was like a cry song. Like that's like It sounded like it, yeah. Although it was the national anthem, that sound it sounded like a song that you would play at the end of a movie where like something bad happens but you're happy. Yeah, like some- it was a. Uh, it was a don't don't cry because it's over smile because it happened but you still you end up crying anyway that was that yeah it's like it's like at the end of uh, Dark Knight Rises when Batman uh, saves the city but he dies yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're crying but you're like oh he saved everybody though yeah shout out Christian Bale that was like Chris Stapleton uh, like singing the national anthem yeah like Chris Stapleton's national anthem would have been the perfect background theme music as Batman's carrying the nuke out of the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. But uh, we should make an edit of that later. Yeah, Sirianni read the script before the game, and he started crying. Yeah, NFL rigged. Um, but uh, uh, yes. the Eagles got the ball first. Yeah, um, right. tails never fails. Back to the game. Um, and they just drove down the field and scored very easily. Also, Roger Goodell made Mama Kelsey sit right next to him. And DeMar, what a... And then DeMar uh, Hamlin yeah. right next to her? Yeah, what a, like, if you were to tell me those three were to sit next to each other at the Super Bowl... And you know, like, yeah, it just... You know, the Mama Kelsey didn't want to sit there at all. Yeah. She wanted to go sit with her family, probably, you know, with her husband that she has possibly i uh, mean her two sons are playing in the game yeah she probably doesn't want to j- sit next to roger goodell and damar hamlin just for pr she probably wants to go sit like with the rest of her family and watch the game yeah and but, but instead roger goodell's like you're sitting next to me yeah and then damar hamlin you're coming too <laughs> yeah uh i'm surprised roger G- goodell didn't sit in his uh his 2020 draft chair that he auctioned off you well he that? wasn't I guess maybe it's the stadium, but he's normally like behind, a uh, yeah, behind like a glass wall in a box. This yeah. time he's just amongst the people. Amongst the people, um, I guess that was what he was going for. Every time you they panned uh, Roger Goodell and his guests, n- all RBF, resting, you know what face? Yeah, no one's smiling, yeah. and they're all just no one's talking. They're all just staring off in space. Be like, all right, so you said just like five minutes. I gotta sit next to Goodell. And I can go back to my seat. Yeah. All right, bet. <laughs> yeah. Like that's literally what it is. Yeah. But um, uh, dude, if she had to, if she had to sit there without her family the whole game, and well, I don't think there's no way, there's no way that she they made her sit there. Yeah. That, but that should be that's that's a crime. If she did, I and I was the Kelseys, I would the Kelsey brothers, I would just tear apart Roger Goodell online. Would you take him to court? No, I have a case there. 
probably lose somehow. Yeah, Did, the Felsking. judge would just be like, "Goodell bought the court. You're you're fired." Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, and then the Kelseys won't make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but uh, so, yeah. So who won the coin toss? The Eagles or the? Did they choose to receive? Honestly, I was driving to the Super Bowl party that I was going to. I saw that tails never fails, and then I got there, and then the Eagles were driving. So, yeah, I remember it was a cool moment. You know, the captains, uh, they kind of went, you know, they dap each other up after the coin toss, go back to their sidelines, and the last people to kind of embrace were the Kelsey brothers. Oh, and then I, everyone, everyone I was, missed that. Everyone was kind of walking off, and it was just them two hugging each other, and it was pretty awesome. Which, this was Jason Kelsey's last game, essentially. I don't think so. I think it might be. I think the Eagles will bring him back. I think he is the type of guy that would take a pay cut. Yeah, but but I think and doesn't I doesn't want to play football anymore. I don't know. He, I mean, from third, he's had five All Pro seasons, and all five have come from ages thirty to thirty-five. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, I mean, he might is, just yeah. like he's just he's like fine wine. Yeah, it's getting better with age. I don't. And how do? It's almost like if you can somehow, I mean, they have Mylotta and Lane Johnson, and I believe the right guard's still on contract. They got to re-sign Kelsey in the left guard, but if they can somehow bring back that that five that they had this year, I mean, it's almost like like the argument they make for Alabama defensive line, where it's like you're playing with so many greats, makes it pretty easy for you. Yeah, I don't know if that relates to the offensive line. If it's you know you're surrounded by greats, it makes it easier for you. I'd assume so. But I could see Kelsey – depends on how he's taking this loss. If he's taking this as, you know what, I got one. You know, I lost my second Super Bowl, but played real well. Let's go home. Or he's like, I can't deal with that. I don't like the way that we lost. I think we have a good team here. We can make another run. Let's go do it. So I think he could come back on like a one-year, two-year deal. But that will sure be interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who who caught. There was a big pass before the touchdown, the first touchdown. Yeah, it might have been Devonte Smith or no Devon- AJ Brown caught a touchdown that was like. Yeah, that was the broken. second touchdown yeah. though, I believe. Uh, yeah, so the first we're gonna just go drive by drive if or scoring drive. To. Yeah, so Eagles score in their opening possession. Jalen Hurts. That really was no surprise. Barreled in. Yeah, t- I thought. I was like, this is going to happen because they're, you know, they're rested up. They played Daniel Jones, and then they played a quarterback that didn't have a right elbow. So they were rested up, thought that would happen. They marched right down the field pretty easily, and they scored. And then did the Chiefs Chiefs answer, or did they go three and out? No, they answered easily. Yeah, the Chiefs. Because Kelsey Kelsey caught that, uh, apparently it's an 18-yard touchdown. He was wide open. And it seemed like every Chiefs passing touchdown, he uh, they were just wide open. Yeah, and if you watch the route that Kelsey ran, it was just it was just beautiful. Yeah, he is special. He can. It's like most people make cuts. Where if you were to draw a line behind where they ran, it was like they ran here and they made a cut. Kelsey like runs in a curve. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how he does that. He's just, he can run like perfectly, like make a perfect circle. Like he can run in a perfect circle. Yeah, he's basically a human protractor. Really fast. Yeah. Like I don't know how he does it. He's but a NASCAR. 
He does. He is NASCAR. Uh, human NASCAR. Yeah, so 7-7, seven, seven, end of Q1. And then uh, A.J. Brown just – he didn't even moss the dude. Uh, he was in double coverage. Yeah, he was the in coverage, double coverage. The double coverage was possibly the worst double coverage ever. Yeah, and then he just went up and got it. Yeah, he got it and just walked in. Yeah. And it was – to me personally, I was like the, the over is going to be smashed. What was Which it? Was. The, it was a sixty or fifty? It was fifty. Yeah, it was that was smashed. And so uh, seventy three. It was fourteen to seven at the beginning of the first quarter or second quarter, like the first play of the second quarter. They score a touchdown. Yeah, and then the Chiefs got the ball back, three and out, three and out. But then the Chiefs Chiefs defense played hard all night. Yeah, which they were flying, and they were flying around that ball. I mean, the Eagles controlled the time of possession by. 11 minutes. They had the ball for 11 minutes more, and the Chiefs' defense just stayed, did not give up, which somehow, which good which on them. The, which was the question mark we all had, I think. Before and that. I really was kind of the deciding factor because there were so many drives there where they could have just been like, all right, this is this is too, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, tr- Jalen Hurts. Kelsey running straight at my face every yeah. single play. Oh, did you? He laid out that one guy. <laughs> Dude, I almost thought like is that that's got to be some kind of penalty. Yeah, no, I I thought I thought the exact same thing. I was like that, that's a crime. That's a, yeah. assault. Assault. Ooh, we gotta go PSAs, but yeah, we do. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll get we'll pick back up with Nick Bolton's touchdown. We come back. Yeah, tough scene for Jalen Hurts on that one. Just dropped it. Yeah, just it, dropped. It. it looked like Tua in the LSU game. It was bad. Tough scene. But yeah, uh, yeah, we'll be back. PSAs. All right. We're back. Listen to more tough scenes. Ninety one point one legal FM, out of order. We're gonna pick it back up with a uh, Jalen Hurts fumble the ball. Yeah. Um. He just straight up dropped the ball. Yeah. So they. Yeah. He had pressure coming off the right side, unblocked, and he he kind of tried to turn real fast and just dropped the ball. Yeah. It. It and looked like he got injured. It was. It was weird. It was almost like his like his hand just. Stopped working. Yeah, like, well, his just entire body, really. Yeah, and then, of course, Nick Bolton scooped it up, scored, tied it back 14-14, and that kind of felt like... That was hype. That felt like, well, there's there's a mistake. Because they always say, you know, it's not how many good plays you make, it's how many mistakes you don't make. Yeah. And uh, that was the first big mistake, and I was like, that... I can't really think of another mistake that, like, the Eagles made. Um, Other than the, the holding, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, no, I mean both, yeah. Teams, yeah, but I mean both teams played well, yeah. Uh, penalty wise, I think there were there were six on uh, the Eagles for thirty three yards, and only three on the Chiefs for fourteen yards, so not very many penalties at all. Clean there's man. only there's two sacks, and both sacks on Jalen Hurts was from him just running out of bounds behind the line. He didn't actually get sacked, so both offensive lines played ridiculously well. Yeah. And that was the thing, right? I mean, that's, uh, there's only one team that's had more sacks in a season behind, besides the Eagles. This, uh, Let me look it up. Who is it? I just I knew it, and now I don't know it. 49ers? Uh, no, I don't think so. Hmm. Team with the most sacks in a year. Yeah, it was in 1984, the Chicago Bears. Oh, 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 yeah. They're number one, but Philadelphia's n- – with 72 and Philadelphia at 70, so only two behind, you know, the be- one of the best defenses of all time, and they couldn't they couldn't get any pressure on uh, J- Patrick Mahomes. 
Yeah, injured Patrick Mahomes too. And injured Patrick Which, Mahomes. Well, I mean, right before halftime, uh, game. He 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 tweaked his ankle. Uh, that looked bad. That looked real bad because the and Eagles went up by ten at that point. Yeah, and we're like, uh, well, I think we all knew that Mahomes was going to play, but we we're like, is he like, is he? He's just, is he just going to be really bad now? Y- yeah, and I was confident in Chad Henney's ability to win that game. I didn't. I did not think that Chad Henney would be able to win it. I thought it wouldn't be like a wouldn't be horrible if Chad Henney played. Like he's, I think he'd still be able to score some points, but I don't think he would have won. But yeah, so it's fourteen fourteen after the Nick Bolton fumble, and then the Eagles score again, I believe, on just yeah. And then oh, I remember, yeah. So Jalen Hurts fumbles, Nick Bolton scores, and the next drive they're just like, all right, we're just gonna run QB draw. Yeah. Every single play, and they just did a bunch of QB designed runs, get Jalen his confidence back, and they went straight down the field. Yep. Super quick, like seventy yards, touchdown, Jalen Hurts. Now it's twenty one to fourteen. The Chiefs try to kick a field goal at some point in the first half. Doink. Doink. Um, when Harrison Bucker has not been that good this year. He's injured. He he was injured, but he played, which, again, another reason don't play if you're injured because then you just look bad. And hey, he clutched up, though. But he did clutch up at the end. But, yeah, doink, um, which made me think uh, the ultimate, like, end, deb- like, the deb- – uh, statement that'll end a debate about the NFL being rigged is how do you rig a doink? Yeah, you know how hard it is. And that was a good sounding doink too. Like it that was, was. That was a that was a good doink. They they need to start making the goalposts to enhance the doink sound to where it's just ridiculously loud in the stadium. To where yeah. if you're like a couple miles away from the stadium, you still hear it. <laughs> I like that. That was like uh, the 2019 Iron Bowl. Like I always thought that was the loudest doink when Bolivis doinked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one was up there, I think. That one was a Bolivis level. And uh, I would make the argument that a doink is ex- is way more deflating to a team than just a miss. Yeah, 100%. Because like imagine if Ruggles doinked it. Like if in yeah, the, in the oh, semifinal. I don't know what I would do the next day. Oh, I think I, would, I think whenever I woke up the next day I'd be like, "No, I'm going back to bed." Yeah. And then imagine double doinking it. Like, <laughs> yeah, Cody Parker. Dude. Oh. Auburn alone, by the way. Yeah, but it's like if you just miss the field goal, you're like, all right, he just he shanked one. But if you doink one, it's almost like because if you doink one, the whole crowd's going to go, oh, yeah. like right after it happens, and then everyone's laughing, and you're just like, oh, gee. I don't, why is, I, don't, I can't even really explain, but yeah, a doink is definitely way worse it's than like just a miss. A it's like popping a balloon. Everybody just looks and you're like, it surprises you. Because when you're watching a football game in a stadium, uh, I think 80% of the people in the stadium can't really tell if the ball is going to go in the uprights or not. I also, so <laughs> when it, it looks like it's going to be good and then it just doinks out of nowhere and it's loud, everyone's like, oh. Yeah, but I thought right when that happened, I was like, oh, the Chiefs, Chiefs might have just got a little deflated right there. Yeah. That was bad. So Definitely. now we're we're going into half. What is it? Twenty four. Twenty four. Ten. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Um, so twenty four. Fourteen. Chiefs do get the ball back. Chiefs are not in uh you know unfamiliar unfamiliar territory though. Yeah. And you want to talk about the halftime show? Yeah, we'll talk about the halftime show. That was awesome. What a what a show. I mean, just banger after banger. Dude, it was it was I think awesome. Rihanna can go head to. T- 
head-to-head verses with any other female artist right now. Yeah, just just hit after hit. Yeah, after just hit. I knew all the songs. Hit against hit, like what you think Adele has like four hits. Rihanna just played ten last night. Yeah, what uh, was what was your favorite one? Uh, all of the lights is still my favorite because yeah. it's the Kanye song. Did you think he was gonna come out? Even though like, I the didn't, situation, there's no way he was he was gonna. Come I thought out. Drake was. Yeah, dude, I wanted control. Oh no, it's yeah, not, I know. Isn't it not control? It's what's the Drake. Rihanna song, not take care, but the one on views. Uh, <sighs> Drake Rihanna song. Well, even work, like when they played work, work. work yeah, work. that when they. Play, I thought Drake was coming. Yeah, I thought he might come out there, and I was really hoping for it. And then when he didn't, I was actually I was a little bummed. Yeah, there's no features this one. And then they went back to back, uh, Rihanna Kanye songs. They I went. Know. They went full NBA 2K13 playlist with uh, all the lights, and then we run this town. I know all the lights. We is, are, yeah, so that we are. all of the lights. Put up your hands in here, baby. What a masterpiece! What a great song by Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> Rihanna did make that song a lot better, though. She, I mean, she was on it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Ella, 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 but and then she started levitating at the end. If you look up, who made all the lights though? Um, what's another good? Yeah, it did oh. look like she was playing Super Smash Bros. out there yeah. with the uh, the levels and the uh, the platform she was on. I liked the. Uh, She's also pregnant. I uh, was announcing that to the world last night for the first time. I thought she already. Or she's fat. Uh, she could be fat. I thought she already had the kid. I think she's got a second one. Oh, got another one. Oh, another one on the way. Good for her. Um, um, which also like kind of I feel like hurts every guy's feelings a little bit because you're like you you know you don't have a chance for Rihanna but you she does you possibly she doesn't have any kids but now she's got a kid so you're like there's no chance yeah Rihanna seems like a really cool person to talk to like I think uh out of all like not out of all she seems like she's got a really big brain she just seems cool not because her forehead is yeah (laughs) ridiculously large but Uh, Rihanna just seems like a cool girl you know yeah, she seems like she'd be. I've seen her. I've seen easy her to hang out with. Yeah, I think probably. I've seen her wear San Antonio Spurs jerseys. She's been to a couple Spurs games. You know who her favorite NBA player is? Uh, LeBron. You know, you don't remember those videos when she's like sitting at the oh yeah, court side, oh, yeah. yeah, and she's like singing just oh LeBron, I love you. Um, but hey, I would too if I was courtside. Do you know where uh, Rihanna is from? I'm gonna go with. Rihanna honestly seems like she's from Texas. No, she's not even from America. She's from Wait, 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 let me guess. Is she from is her are her parents like military? Like could it no, be like no, a military no. base somewhere? She's from an island in the Caribbean. Ooh, really? Yeah, Where's she from? Barbados. Wow. Ooh, really? Yeah. She has like a a holiday in Barbados after her. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Was this Rihanna Day? I think so. I think that's correct. That might be fake. And they just Blast all of her songs. Yeah, through the if tornado sirens. Yeah, well, if you look up Rihanna Bar- Barbadian, that's how people from Barbados, Barbadian singer, Saint Michael Barbados. Yeah, it sounds like where a rich person would go vacation. Yeah, Saint Michael. Yeah, they you know, were really me cool. and the uh, the boys from the office went down to Saint Mike's for four days yeah. on my PJ <laughs> and. Yeah. Uh, Billy's Billy's in a uh, Barbade in jail because he had one too many yeah. uh, espresso martinis. 
But we he'll be his. It'll we'll pay him off. Yeah, I'm still sunburnt. Um, I'll be peeling for the next couple of days. Don't buy no. Definitely going SPF 100 next time. (laughs) Anybody got any aloe vera? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, aloe vera. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) These people have no clue. I just spent the weekend in Barbados. (laughs) Um, where were we? Uh, Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, but she was awesome. I loved the. I had to go to Instagram immediately after to see the memes that people would make about her, like background dancers and things. Yeah, I did not. I did not like the background dancers that as much. I feel like I never liked the background dancers. I feel like they're always doing like what? What are they doing? Yeah, Th- that's not. Remember dancing. the weekend one? Yeah, that I'm, was the first tough scenes episode. This is our three year anniversary. Honestly, past like four years, I think Rihanna's the out of the. All the Super Bowls we've done on this show, Rihanna's been the best halftime performance. Yeah, I really liked uh, last year's too with uh, Dr. Dre and. Yeah, last year's was really good, but honestly, yeah, I, Lopez, I think I like music. Rihanna's music better than yeah, yeah Dr. Dre yeah, and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, just because well, Kanye West's music with Rihanna on it, but why, 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 why? Yeah, I also didn't know how much how many people were so invested on bets on what her first song was going to be. I, I didn't know, know that that was, was like a, I don't know, but I didn't know that she did a, I liked how she did a, where have you been all my life? Yeah, but apparently every year it's like a big deal to a lot of people trying to guess the first song of the halftime show. And it's some people, I saw a video today, some people have like a, uh, like a system. Of how they how they think they can guess the first three songs, and I saw some guy said the first song is not going to be anything new, just certified banger that's been out for a while. Then he said second song, he they're going to go to something that's like a hit off an album or something, mm-hmm. not a single. And the third song is like the first. He said the first beat of the third song has to, who knows? But yeah. this guy didn't guess it right. Uh, yeah. Basically, <laughs> his system sucks. Yeah, so his system's horrible. But uh, she said she played. Um, oh yeah, she played the "Be Better Have My Money" uh. first song, which uh, I don't like that song because she just says those four words yeah. over and over. Uh, I'm tr- what's the song that she might have left out? Did she play uh, "S S S S M M"? Probably not. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. But dude, can you? Ma- I know it, it's obviously never gonna happen because of what he's done the past year. And, but could you imagine how cool a Kanye West halftime show would be? <laughs> yeah, dude, he could just play Graduation. And my, I feel like my dad or my parents, whoever, would be like, eh, Kanye West, you know, I mean, I'm not into that. But then he would perform and be like, wait, I know these songs. Be like, yeah. yeah, I know, because they're the most popular songs yeah. of the 2000s. Yeah, my, my mom is not the biggest Kanye West fan, but I, I promise she'll know, she'll know the songs. Yeah, like, they'll know them because they <sighs> were... The most from 2010 till now. Not even, bro, from like 2004. Also, specifically just to like the... Imagine a Drake halftime show. Drake halftime. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. They're probably saving that one. Yeah, they're saving that one for like... Super Bowl 60. Because they kind of of use people who were really big and kind of had like their, their like breakout period. They wait like a couple years after that. Like Rihanna was was like the biggest female like person in music in like 2016, and now she's like they're using her. They can't. They don't like use people like in the heat 
yeah. of their like. Other than Travis Scott. Yeah, but we gotta go to PSAs. We, no, really we do have to go over. to PSAs. Um, we come back. Start of the third quarter. Start of the third quarter. Peace. <laughs> All right, we're back. Um, more tough scenes. Weagle, ninety-one point one FM. FM. Uh, me and yeah. Just overall got... grade, Rihanna, eight point nine out of ten. I'm giving yeah. I'm giving it an A minus. A minus. Maybe an A. An eight point nine would be an eighty-nine B plus. Yeah. So I'm giving you, her you a B plus. Up, you can round that up. Let's be real. Let's be real. I don't know. I'm a tough grader. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, There's no extra credit in this class. This should be a Mount Rushmore uh, later down the line of just Mount Rushmore of half-time hypothetical halftime shows. Yeah. Or halftime performance. Black Eyed Peas is making mine. Would John Mayer be too, like, somber? Yeah, no. He, he's – yeah, no. Because he's got a – because he could just, like – you ever seen John Mayer play All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix? That would be pretty cool. Shreds, dude. Only guy that's ever come close to sounding like Jimi Hendrix. Um, you know, I know Eddie's not alive, but Van Halen would have been really cool at a halftime show. Ooh, the only like Greta Van Vliet. I thought about they're that still yesterday. like a throwback rock band, oh, even though they're so they're like not even even though they're just like, carbon copy of Aerosmith. No, Led Zeppelin. This is Led Zeppelin. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah. Oh, my mom said flashing lights. Yeah, that would be a really good. That'd be an awesome oh, song. Yeah. Oh, imagine the background dancers would kill that one. Oh, the weekend, sure. the weekend was actually really good. Yeah, it was. We've, we've been kind of spoiled with halftime shows lately. Like we haven't had a bad one in a while. Yeah, except for that Black Eyed Peas one in like 2011 no. No. was horrible. No, that one was good, man. Black Eyed Peas are awesome. What happened to them? What uh, Black Eyed Peas, man, they were good. They fell off hard. Black Eyed Peas were know. good though. Do they you still are make now music? With Will I Am and Britney. Boom. They still make music. I did not know that. Oh, uh, yeah. I think, think Jack Harlow will get a halftime show. You think, like, uh, the other three people besides Will I Am and Black Eyed Peas are upset that he's just, like, the most famous out of all of Fergie. Is she more famous than Will I Am? Yeah. Maybe it's just because Will I Am goes to a lot of uh, F1 races. Still? Yeah. Uh. He's, dude, he goes to, like, almost, like, every one. He's always at F1 races. That's pretty cool. Guy loves it. He, he's a motorhead. Will I am. Uh, a, maybe he's a Williams fan. <laughs> Who knows? Some jokes write themselves. Uh, all right. Third quarter. Third quarter. Chiefs uh, come out. Bang! Bang! Touchdown immediately. Yeah, easy. Easy touchdown, too. It's like scissors through uh, paper. Yeah, I want to I, – I think, honestly – Mahomes rushed for like a like 15 yards on the, before the touchdown. That was awesome. Yeah, because it's just like this right dude. This dude is just like. What did they inject him with? This guy is just wheeling like wheeling his team to the to victory. Yeah, I think this game. Because uh, you saw when he came out of the pocket, there was a point where he could have slid, and he like kind of thought about it. There was like a split second hesitation when a defender was coming. And he could have he could have slid, and uh, he just easily just was like nope. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> and he just got like five more yards. It was awesome. Did uh, I think that was around the time that Jason Kelsey hit. Uh, like I think the next Eagles drive. Also awesome. Uh, I remember telling my friends. Uh, I would rather, I would probably rather get sniped like in the head or something like that than get hit like that. That looked painful, dude. I, I, 
It oh. did look extremely painful, but dude, I love. I need more of that from offensive linemen. Just oh yeah, just go downfield and hit someone. I would rather not get hit like that. Oh yeah, but dude, if you do that a couple times, next the next run play, there's the corners gonna be like, all right, where where is Jason Kelsey coming from? I would just I would be like a, I just put me down. I'd be yeah, like, dude, if I'd you're like an old dog. That's what I love about Jason Kelsey. He he's like he pulls around or he goes up the field to block and he just lays the wood on he somebody. Does. He loves it. He loves it. When I need more offensive linemen to do that. Just if you're a pulling if you're a pulling oh, guard. Landon Landon Dickerson, uh the Alabama guy, he pancakes somebody hard on a Eagles play. And I remember being I remember I wasn't I didn't see it at the time. My friends like, "Oh, someone just got pancaked." And it showed the replay. I was like, yeah, somebody did just get paid. I wish I knew what play exactly yeah, it was. Yeah, you guys are the like biggest baddest guys in the field. Like no one's going to go fight an off an offensive tackle. Yeah. Like you you can just go bully people if you want. Yeah. Like the, Taylor Taylor Lewan did it to Josh Norman that one game. <laughs> yeah. Like he just And then Chandler Jones did it to Taylor Lewan. <laughs> yeah, and then Taylor Lewan just walked over to the sideline of Josh Norman after the game and like pointed in his face. And Josh Norman like tried to hit him. But he, he like, couldn't because he had to swing up and then somehow, like, get it over his yeah. shoulder. Yeah, it's like a an overhand, but like a super Yeah, I really wish more offensive linemen would just, if you're a pulling guard, just get up field and pancake someone. Oh, I – Lay him out. Uh, seventh grade football, I, that somebody. happened to me. I never I, – I didn't really know uh, pulling – like, uh, guards didn't really pull in middle school football. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of the whole line, like, runs that direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one team did, and I just happened to be right there. Remember Jared? Yeah. Who was like a 25-year-old man in the eighth grade? Yeah, it was well, unfair. I was playing uh, outside linebacker at like 5'6", 130 pounds. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't have been playing linebacker, but they tried me at like a DB, and they are like, oh, my God, dude, slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like linebacker. Yep. <laughs> and, dude, they were, they were like running a little HB stretch play. I don't know. That's what they call it, Madden. I don't know what. Yeah, the, uh, outside run. Outside no, it never tackles. was good enough to you know be in on the offensive plays. Yeah. And, but uh, so he, and he was the uh, right tackle, and I go and the running backs behind him, and I'm like, well, he's in front of me, and the running backs right behind him. You just got to run as hard not, into Jared as possible. So that's exactly what I did. I just dove for his legs, and so he fell on top of me. Oh. Swear to God, swear to God, my his entire body. And like covered my entire head, and I just saw black for like yeah. a split second. <laughs> and my and I just got squashed, and I was like, ah! <laughs> I didn't lose my breath, but I was like, I got off, and I was like, oh my god, why am I out here? Was that on paradise? Was that <laughs> was that a paradise? Yeah, that was in paradise. Yeah, that's which a, that was, was our practice field, opposite of paradise. Yeah, it was. That was before we knew what irony was. You know, we used to have soccer tryouts there. That might be the worst soccer. And then ever. just, and then the first day of practice, go back to the soccer field, was like, which why? was the football field, right? Yeah, and I was like, why are we practicing on the this like horrible piece of grass? Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was bad. Yeah, that's what we did though. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not sure enough. Back to the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure enough is being made of the Eagles' defensive coordinator. I don't think he called a good game at all. They, I mean, oh no, it's. Well, the the Chiefs off the Chiefs offense was just I mean it just started to click I mean, and when it starts to click I don't know if there's any any defense that'll stop it it clicked but it was it, I just felt like Mahomes was always throwing to receivers that were like pretty o- if not yeah. wide open like pretty open 
Yeah. And it's just the Eagles has brought pressure every play. Yeah, they're I mean, like they, they usually could get away with that. Yeah, they're like, here's our four defensive linemen, and we're bringing one extra guy, whether it's a corner or a linebacker, and they did it like every scoring play. They blitzed like probably seven people, and then Mahomes is like, perfect. Bring as many people towards me as possible, and then I'll just like Sky tor- Moore is uh, 15 yards open. Yeah, and then I'll just torch you. Yeah. And so that's exactly what the Chiefs did. And what's with the Eagles? With the, how good their four D for line four. Is? Four for four in the in the second half. Yeah, in the second yeah, half. That, four that possessions, four touchdowns. That was crazy. And then the field goal. I mean, that's literally playing Madden on rookie mode. Yeah. It was like the Chiefs knew what the Eagles' defense was going to do. So was so a little too cool. Well, no, I mean. Convenient for the Chiefs. I don't know why the Eagles had to blitz like that when they have, like, the best D-line uh, personnel, like, the best D-line group yeah. in the league. They can get away with rushing four. And they still weren't getting pressure anyway. When they blitzed, they still did not get home. Yeah. And now we could blame it on the grass. That's what Hassan Reddick said. Oh, uh, yeah. Hassan Reddick. He, he was like, I turned the corner sometimes, and it just, I, I couldn't turn. Yeah. He was like, I beat my, you know, beat my blocker, and then I just could not make a cut in the ground, which I, I mean, I believe him. Yeah. After watching last night, it, but it's like, it's yeah, like so, but yeah, so did Chris Jones. Yeah, so did Willie well, Gay. The Chiefs didn't get any sacks either. I mean, he. Jalen Hurts ran out of bounds. Yeah, it's but, like marked down as a sack, but he yeah, didn't get tackled. Yeah, he, there was really no sacks. Yeah, there um, was no sacks, which, you know, maybe he was right. But then again, you can't, you can't say that because it's also, you know, Chris Jones playing on the same field. Yeah. You know, Frank Clark, same field. But actually, no, I think Frank, Frank Clark had a sack. There's two sacks in the entire game. One of them he ran out of bounds. The other one, Frank Clark had a sack. Okay. Which also Frank Clark is from Cleveland, the Ville. The Ville. Yeah, he and went to, Kelsey he went to that high school that uh, there's there jerseys that I sent you just say the Ville. Yeah. The the school that got suspended for like three years <laughs> for playing. Uh, oh, Glenville, Ohio. Um, what was that gonna? Oh yeah, it was like watching uh football on ice. That's what this game was. Yeah. So People I slipped. The Eagles kicker just rolled his ankle on the kickoff. That that. How that did hurt. he not get injured? That hurt. That looked like it hurt really bad. But Devontae yeah, so Smith also looked like his just leg exploded. I took a I took a bunch of notes, just like bullet points throughout the game, because I was just sitting at home watching it alone. So I was like, I'll take notes. And here's like the first. Here is the first three that I wrote down. Eagles run game. Eagles run game. It. Oh my god. It's two in a row. <laughs> hey, we got to go to PSAs. You, 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 oh you yeah, I'll take, do it after. You, you need to take a break. Take a breather. Yeah, I'll take a breather. Get some. Get my liquid IV. And yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Eagles run cream. <laughs> Eagles run cream is great. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. All right, we are back. Tough scenes. Tough scenes. But uh, so what are we at? Fourth quarter. Weagle, ninety-one point. Oh yeah, Weagle, ninety-one point one FM. All right. Uh, Eric, take two. Yep. Yep. Cut. 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 Right. Action. Action. Here's here's my first three notes that I jotted down from the game. Eagles run game is great. Okay. Good job. Sanders struggled, but Hurts is unstoppable. And then the third one is just field is made of ice. Yep. It's hockey. Yeah. So apparently there's some guy that lives out in Scottsdale, Arizona, who his company is simply they just grow grass for, like, golf uh, courses. And now apparently he's been uh, tasked with a job 
and also paid $800,000 to create this new blend of grass that Built was by Oklahoma State. Built by Oklahoma State. And so this, this uh, guy's company out there is the one that got it from Oklahoma State and then implemented it. And it was the grass they use is actually planted in May uh, or May or September of 2021. So it's like a year old. And for the past year, they they have spent $800,000 just in the morning. They wheel it out. Get it light. Yeah, into the sun. They wheel the – it's actually pretty cool to watch. The entire football field is wheeled out into the sun, and then at night it's brought back in, and they've just done that every single day. And apparently it's called tu, tu, uh, Tacoma or – Tacoma yeah, 31, right? Tacoma 31 or – or Tahoma. Tahoma 31 is the blade of grass. And apparently it's two – Breeds of rye grass and two breeds of Bermuda gla- yeah. uh, grass combined together, and apparently it's like really great for golf courses. Which, not for football. Which not for football, but apparently they say uh, you know it's good. It's not going to get diseases. It's good life. It's it's blah blah blah. Yeah, all that's good, but the only thing that kind of matters is like, can they play football on it? Yeah. And is it good? Which they didn't think about that. Of course, it's the NFL. Um, and it was horrible. Everyone was slipping and falling. And uh, not Boomer, Booger. Booger McFarlane actually made a good point that they had it outside, obviously, in the morning. Then they brought it in at night for the game. And it was in the sun during the day. And then it, when grass cools off at night, obviously, it gets damp, gets dewy. Yeah. And so that's what he thought happened, which that could have happened, or it could have just been a real the grass sucked. Yeah, might just not be suitable for play. Yeah, and the USGA came out a little too prematurely, like uh, the golf or the grass association. Uh, the golf association. Okay. <laughs> yeah, U.S. Uh, golf association came out like an hour before the game and basically said, you know, tonight. You're going to watch a game played on Tahoma to, to 31, uh, grass that's been we've helped build, and, you know, like, thank golf for your grass. Uh, and then as soon as the game started, they were like, yep, nope, delete, it's horrible. Delete it, delete it. Delete, 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 delete. delete. And, uh, yeah, so they spent 800000 which, I don't of course, it, that's probably great to play golf on. Yeah. You know, you kind of take a bad shot, just glides through the, glides to the ground. Mm-hmm. Nice, soft. Land ball lands probably pretty soft, you know, pretty receptive. But uh, yeah. Also, what? Let's test it. Let's test it out the first time in the biggest game of the year. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. What? 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 Who thought that would be a good idea? Not. Uh, well, the NFL did. Yeah. Thought it would be a good not idea. Me. I wouldn't have thought that. But yeah, but maybe. Let's just not. Also, try new things in the Super Bowl. Uh. There, there's a 94-year-old man out there who has been the groundskeeper for every Super Bowl ever. Really? Yeah, and his nickname is The Sod Father. That's a perfect nickname. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, his what team didn't do great this year. What does he think about the... Uh, I don't know. We need interviews. To Homa 31. We need interviews immediately. Um, but yeah, but Toma 32 to say... Toma 32 is going to be really good, though. It is going to be really good. But safe, yeah, safe to say, Tahoma 31, not going to be used again Yeah, in a football game. Um, Tahoma 32, though, the verdict's still out. Verdict is still out. Um, So fourth quarter. That means Tahoma 30 must have sucked. Yeah, Tahoma 30. <laughs> Horrible grass. Yeah, dude, imagine 29. 
Not even grass. Yeah, that's just... It's Imagine just, their first one they came out with. Yeah, that was, it was just sand. They had a ball of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the home of one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Took them, it took them 30 tries, and they still couldn't figure yeah. it out. Come on now. Um, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Uh, let's see. What what was the score by the fourth quarter? I'm going to double I check this. I think it was 28-27. Sounds about right. I believe. Let me do some quick maths here. 21-28. 27. 27. 21-27 at the end of the third quarter going into the fourth. And then the Kansas City Chiefs scored 17 points, and the Philadelphia Eagles only scored eight. So the Eagles, I forget if it was in the third quarter or the fourth quarter, but they had like a 17-play drive, which I thought, oh, that's it. Like, how can the Chiefs' defense keep coming back after a 17-play drive? And they did. Yeah. The Chiefs' defense literally played. Had to be the purple Gatorade. Had to. The Chiefs' defense played all out on every single play, even after they would get, like, they knew the, like, Chris Jones knew the QB sneak was coming. Which, that QB sneak, there's something illegal about that QB sneak. Yeah, they, they just do it way it. too well. Something about that doesn't seem right to me. And they knew that they were going to get hit in the face, and they were probably going to get the first down, but Chris Jones is like, all right, I'm trying some, I'm a, I mean, maybe, but I'm going to try something different, and just jumps over the line. And yeah. that worked for, it still didn't work, but he's like, we're just, we're going to keep trying. Yeah. And that's the that's why they're a Super Bowl winning team. Yeah. Is because their defense, you know, showed up. He was the he was the little engine that could, except he's over three hundred pounds. Yeah, and, and then their two middle linebackers combined for a for seventeen tackles. Yeah, they were flying around the ball. Both, I, I say both ball. teams were flying around the ball, but the Chiefs defense usually doesn't fly around the ball like this. So I was yeah. like, Oh, this is really cool. I know Fred Warner is still probably number one, but dude, Nick Bolton. Number thirty-two for the Chiefs, got to be up there in best middle linebacker conversation. Yeah, I don't know I mean, how he did the whole year, but uh, led the league in tackles at one hundred eighty. Dude, imagine making one hundred eighty tackles in a like, yeah, a span Chiefs, of six months. Chiefs single season record for tackles, just in yeah, just running full speed at another guy, one hundred eighty. Well, probably more than one hundred eighty times, but uh, one hundred eighty tackles. That has to hurt, man. That has to hurt so much, dude. I couldn't do that. Yeah, 180 tackles. He's gonna have CTE. I don't know about that, but like his body just has to hurt really badly. Yeah, to, he's probably gonna sleep for like. Also, he's Mahomes, gonna go in hibernation. Yeah, he's gonna go into hibernation. Also, Mahomes is not gonna feel his ankle till like Thursday. Yeah, I don't know what they put in his ankle. Um, I think they just taped it up really. Some feel good stuff. Yeah, uh, some. Uh, they just put hand warmers in his in his socks. Maybe. That's insane. I could not imagine playing with a high ankle sprain. Yeah, and he it didn't even look like he was hurt on some plays. Like some yeah. plays he was limping, but some plays it was like, wow. He said that when he got tackled, it stung really bad initially. Then it kind of went kind of went away. So at least that's good. So maybe yeah. at some points he didn't really feel injured. But you know, fourth quarter, Chiefs turned it on. That's what they do. Yeah, Pacheco, he was just he was getting rocked. He was laying some hits down on some people when he was running the ball, but he got rocked like twice yeah. back to back, and then he was just right back up. Nothing happened. I ran know. again. At in the seventh round too, built by Rutgers. Yeah, rookie from the seventh round. Um, he just won a Super Bowl. But yeah, I mean the Chiefs last night watching them in the second half felt like the prime 
like w- Golden State Warriors when they had Steph, yeah, Clay, and they could not bef- miss. like before, before even before Durant, where they would just go on those runs where they would just score like twelve points in two minutes. Yeah, that's what it felt like with the Chiefs because they just whatever play they ran, there was one receiver that was open. Yeah, like per- by a good bit, pretty open receiver, and like their receivers were like not a hundred percent either. Like I think yeah, like, Miko Harmon was, was on IR. Yeah, he, he wasn't play. even playing. Um, yeah, so who was – is it McKinnon? Is that the other running back? Here are the – here are so besides Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster, here are the names that caught passes for the Chiefs. And let me know at home if you know any of them. Justin Watson, Jarek McKinnon, Noah Gray, Kadarius Toney, and Sky Moore. Kadarius Toney. I mean, we all know him now, but before last night, no one knew those players. Well, I knew Kadarius Toney because he played at Florida. And he played for the Giants. He was electric. Yeah, but, I mean, that's just – they won Super Bowl with – and, I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster is a good receiver, but are we going to put him at, like, a wide receiver one caliber? Man, I don't know. He is on the he is on the Super Bowl winning team. He is on the Super Bowl well, winning team. I guess Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey is really number wide one. Receiver one. But that's besides the point. Yeah, but they just seemed to do whatever they wanted on offense, and the Eagles – we're just like we're just running the same defense. McKinnon, no matter what. McKinnon baseball sliding into the pylon was that just made me think about uh, Trey Mason. If Trey Mason would have went down in that national yeah, Jarek McKinnon almost he why did he make it so close? Like yeah, if you wa- like if you watch the replay, like his foot slid onto the white line. Yeah, like in the safe. end zone, he was safe. He was safe, but I was like, oh. My God, dude, he almost be. And then you heard Greg Olson on the call was like, "Get down, get down, get down, get down!" <laughs> like he was just screaming it. And then I was like, "Oh my God, dude!" Jerick McKinnon almost just became the most hated person in Kansas City. Yeah, why couldn't Kirk Herbstreet yell at Trey Mason to go down on that one run, man? Who and knows? But apparently that field has sucked for like years. Like every Super Bowl they play on that field, people slip. Oregon Auburn championship game back in 2011. Apparently they complained about the field then. Yeah. Apparently that field just sucks. Yeah, Patriots won a Super Bowl in that field though. And we also said don't have the Super Bowl there. Should have listened to us. Yeah, we did say that. I bet you Nashville is good grass. Probably, probably. Um, yeah. Also, like Glendale, Arizona. Who wants to go to Glendale, Arizona? Yeah, where you where it's like it's it's like well, it's basically Phoenix. Uh, you're like 45 minutes away from Phoenix. Yeah, and it's just it's so, just suburbs. So basically, what you're saying I'm gonna do have to do is I'm gonna stay in Phoenix and go to the nightlife in Phoenix, but then on Sunday I have to drive an hour to Glendale to watch the game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't want to do that very much. Uh, where else? What's another good place for a Super Bowl? I think that uh, uh, Lucas Oil and Indy would be perfect. Do they play in Dallas? They have to play in Dallas. Yeah, they've had to have played in Dallas. Um, I feel like Tom Brady's won like three Super Bowls in Dallas. Well, I know he won one in uh, in Phoenix. Uh, he won one in Houston. I think and he won one in Atlanta. Yeah, that was the. Didn't Atlanta get a play in their own in uh, no, their own stadium? No. Oh, that was a different year. That was the Rams one. Yeah, but then we played at we the Patriots played Atlanta in Houston because that was the closest I ever came to going to a Super Bowl game. NRG Stadium. Yeah. It was like right as they named it NRG. It used to be Reliant. It's always the it's always the teams that suck. Besides when Tom Tampa. Brady won in Tampa. Yeah, but and then L.A. and, and Cardinals LA. suck. L.A. they suck. Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Good. Houston sucks. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so MetLife. I guess we can finish up this game. Holding call, touchdown. That's how it ended. Yeah. Which um, I almost feel like the reason why people are so upset is that they called it the wrong thing. I would have called it a pass interference because he didn't. I feel like he kind of did like three, like minor holds, but pass interference call. One of the criteria is just impeding a player's ability to go catch the ball. Whereas if you weren't there, he would be able to go catch it. Football math. Yeah. Pass interference. And then I mean, and Mahomes did it perfectly. He saw it and he threw the ball to. Juju Smith-Schuster knowing he wasn't going to catch it to obviously, you know, put a spotlight on the penalty. And then when you, when the line judge is sitting there right at the pylon and he sees Juju, that happens. Then he sees the ball come to him. That almost forces his hand that he has to call it. Yeah. So really Mahomes, you know, big brain time. Yeah. Um. It was also like the perfect route for yeah, – for, because it was uh, – I think it was – in Madden, it was a zig route where they cut think, in, or I think it's the same thing in actual football. But like, yeah, who knows? They they start out like it looks like a slant, and they cut out. Mm-hmm. And when he was on that cut out, Bradbury had his arm around his hip still, and so it looked like holding. And I think it, it did impede a little bit on his route. The ball wasn't very catchable. It was still catchable, but it wasn't like a great ball. And I think all those factors determined. And he said he did it. Yeah, and he said he did it. And in the thank, post-game press thank, conference. Thank God he said he did it because the, the arguments online yeah. would have been ten times worse. Which you absolutely never do that, by the way. Yeah, but you, I if you're a If you're an athlete or any sort of sports competitor, you just never admit to that. Sportsmanship. It matters. You never do that. Just like they were uh, – Dale Jr. actually said this about uh, NASCAR driver last year. NASCAR driver just came and just, like, wrecked a dude, and nothing would have happened. Like, the NASCAR wasn't going to punish him. And then he came out, and he's like, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. And then NASCAR was like, okay, we're going to take mm, 25 points away from you. And he's like, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah. And then, you know, that really hindered his chances to go win a NASCAR championship last year. So, yeah, if you're an athlete, just don't, don't admit to that. All right, we got to go to PSAs. PSA time. All right, we'll be back. All right, we're Tough back. scenes. Tough scenes. Another episode on WEGL 91.1 FM. And uh, so you might think, you know, all right, Chiefs and Eagles, dynasties in the making possibly. Both have really young Q- QBs. Both have their coach of the future, it seems like. But uh, the Eagles have a lot of big decisions they got to make pretty soon, as in like this offseason. Yeah. So I have their uh, salary cap, salary sheet pulled up here. And so, we'll start with the free agents that are free agents this year. So, their Pro Bowl running back, who just had his career best season, Miles Sanders, is a free agent. And also, I also have calculated market values of what they're expected to be going for when they sign. Only on tough scenes would you have calculated market values. And Miles Sanders is expected to sign for around $8 million a year. Which, you know, if you're going to spend $8 million on a running back, look, $8 million is a lot. I know it's not quarterback money, might not be receiver or defensive end money, but that's a lot for a running back. Especially when you have three good running backs on the roster. Yeah, and well, then – Is Boston Scott also a free agent? Yep. The yeah. only – they have – the only running backs they have on contract next year is Trey Sermon, the rookie from Ohio State, and Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, I think – I mean, Sermon was solid. Sermon college. was solid. I don't we'll know see. how he was in the NFL. I don't know. If I don't he even got know it. if he's played. Yeah, 
But um, uh, Gainwell's really good. The best 21-yard rushing performance I've ever seen. Yeah, and then but then the receivers are fine. Quez, they have Quez, Devontae, and A.J. Brown for next year. Hey, Quez Watkins, he's a two five six boy. Two, is he really? He with Athens. I did not know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. He's my favorite player in Madden 23. Yeah, you do love him. Whenever we play online, I can't see anything Raleigh's doing. I just hear, Quez Watkins! He's so emotional. Yeah, tight ends are good. Offensive line, here's where it gets a little interesting. Because Isaac Seumalu, believe he's their left guard. Uh, pro bowler, really, really good. Expected to be offered a contract of around $12 million a year. Which is almost, I mean, the the top top of the line uh, left and right guards are going for like 15 mil now. That's what we signed Joel Petonio on the Browns to. I think he's one of the highest paid, but 12 still he's, up he's there. He's probably going to get more than 12. If, that, probably if it's from a bad team. I yeah. think if the only way Eagles re-sign him is if they get him for 12. And then also Jason Kelsey, who is also expected to make 12 if he does want to re-sign. So they have to you know, figure out what they're going to do with their center and left guard, which was a huge part of you know their team. Is Lane still there? Still going to be there? Yeah, Lane Johnson is making a lot of money for the next three years. Okay, twenty-five this year, then fifteen and fifteen. So that's a lot of money. And then on their defense, fifty-five uh, million dollars right there. Yeah, their defense huge. I mean, they're almost their entire D D line's gone, or free agents: Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, and Dominican Sue, Linval Joseph, all free agents. Robert Quinn, he. Uh... And all these guys, so Linval Joseph and the Dominican Sioux, we'll just throw them out because they were signed in the middle of the year to, you know, make a quick push. But, I mean, they still played a big role in them going. Javon Hargrave dog, is play at his career season and is the best uh, defensive uh, tackle available in free agency, and he's expected to get a contract close to $20 million. How old is he? 30. So maybe 20 years, maybe two years, 40, three years, 60 mm. from a bad team. Mm. But Javon Hargrave is most likely gone because yeah. I don't think they're going to pay him $20 million. Uh, Fletcher Cox is like 35. Yes, Brandon, Sue, Sue is like 30-something too. Yeah, Lim, I mean, uh, Brandon Graham is like 36. Yeah, he's. I think he actually has said he's retiring. But then – so. All they have left on roster is Josh Sweat, who obviously had 10-plus sacks. But how much of that was because he's playing with everybody else? Got Jordan Davis. And then where is, I guess, Sasan Reddick is. They have considered him a linebacker. But they got to sign, you know, all their defensive linemen back. They do have Hassan Reddick. But then their middle linebacker, the guy who tackled Mahomes last night, injured him, TJ Edwards. He's also a free agent. James Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, both free agents. Yeah. So they have a lot of – and all these people are expected to get paid a lot of money. Chauncey Gardner, $13 million expected. James Bradbury, $14 million expected. And, and they got to pay Jalen. Yeah, and so that's just the people who are free agents this season. And then a season from now, after that, they have to pay Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is expected to make $45 million per year. <laughs> and then – they have A.J. Brown locked up, but so this next season he's going to make $8 million, and then a season after that, guess how much money he's going to make? 20-something? 27. 27.7. 27. 
And then in 2026, A.J. Brown's making $37 million. They might f- he he might get traded. And then he might next traded. year Dallas Goddard's making six million dollars. And the year after that, he's making twenty. Oh man. Lane Johnson's making Oh man. Jordan Mailata next year is making seven mil. The year after that in twenty twenty four is making twenty one million dollars. So next year, they might be able to patch this up for next year, but the year after that, they're gonna have to purge some players. And they're gonna have, and it's gonna have to restructure come restructure some contracts. Yeah, and it's gonna have to come from their O line and their and their skilled position players on offense, because their defense isn't making a lot of money. Although Hassan Reddick, twenty twenty four, twenty million dollars. Yeah, this seems like the best shot the Eagles had. This is this was easily the best shot the Eagles had, uh, which makes it all the tougher for them. Yeah, and I mean twenty twenty four is gonna be a. I mean, how did that? They're Nick gonna have Foles to lose players. How did that Nick Foles team win a Super Bowl, but this team didn't? You know, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but Brady. Patrick Mahomes is Brady. still slightly young. Brady, dude, if you were to tell me Patrick Mahomes was was gonna throw for 187 yards or 182, I don't remember which one it was, and uh, was still injured, yeah, and their kicker missed a field goal, I would have thought that the Chiefs would have got blown out, but they won the game. I mean, yeah, the Chiefs' offense just was on a roll. But, yeah, so that's the, that's the Eagles. And then if you want to check out the Chiefs, it's, uh, it's pretty different, I'd say. So the Chiefs, Mahomes is locked up. Running back's locked up. They do have to re-sign Juju Smith and Miko Harmon, but I don't think they're going to be making a lot of money. Juju, maybe. Maybe. Travis Kelsey's locked up. Their offensive line's locked up. Defense is locked up next year. Wait, Chris Jones is? Yeah, Frank Clark's going to make 30 next season. Chris Jones is going to make 28, and then they're free agents, but they got him next year. Linebackers, Nick Bolden and Willie Gay are locked up. Their secondary, besides Juan Thornhill, is locked up. So they got their guy. I mean, it's basically like the Chiefs are the Eagles just four, like three or four years down the road. Yeah. Like they've already gone through their having their like their rookie quarterback stage where they have a bunch of money to pay everybody else and they were really good and then they had to pay Mahomes and now they kind of they worked everything out and they've got like their guys they wanted to keep as you me- remember they got rid of Tyree Kill because they didn't want to pay him twenty five million dollars a year yeah. and it still worked out so the Chiefs have figured out this total salary cap thing whereas the Eagles we have to see what they're gonna do yeah yeah I, it's gonna be interesting this was their year to win it. And they did not. Based off a salary cap, I wonder. Uh, They're also in the negative just for this year as well. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know how that works, but they're minus $3.5 million. This makes me think about how, like, the Rams. The Rams are going to be, like, bad for yeah. a long time. You want to look at the Bengals? They're pretty interesting as well. Yeah, because they have, they have to resign Jamar. Yeah, they got to pay Burrow. And then that's going to be interesting. Yeah, because he's going to, I feel like he's going to get paid just as much, if not more, as Jalen Hurts. Mixon has only got a year left. I don't know if they re sign him. No, after pointing a gun in a girl's face, I yeah. just assume not. Especially as a running back, like, they're so, like, running back might be the most, like, replaceable. 100%. Um, it is, if if it's not. If not running back, I'd say like a interior linebacker. 
Yeah. Doesn't say you have to be good, but you could be replaced pretty easily. Yeah. And but and then the Chiefs, um, they have all their wide receivers signed for next season, but then the year after that, twenty four, the only receiver they still have on contract is Jamar Chase. Oh, the Bengals. Yeah. Boyd, Higgins, Trent Irwin, all free agents in twenty twenty four. And then they gotta pay Jamar yeah. next year. Anti Higgins or Tyler Boyd. Yeah, well, you know, collection of those three. They might, they might honestly only be able to afford one of them. I have and a feeling just have to get a like a six million dollar per year receiver. I wonder if Burrow will take a pay cut. I don't, I don't think it would be the worst idea, but I don't think it would be the best idea either. I just don't think he will. Yeah. I just how many? Who's taking a pay cut? The past Brady. Yeah, but like, to be to be fair for Brady, that was after he already made like three hundred yeah. million dollars. See, the the thing is, yeah, like for Joe Burrow, this is his first contract. Yeah, and they still haven't like they haven't won a Super Bowl yet. Yeah, that is so true. it's like you and then just like a month ago, T Higgins was like, "I want all the money." Yeah, which obviously he's not gonna be able to get. Their O line. That I mean, their O line's bad, so there's no one on there that's making you know. A uh, they bunch of they money. didn't play that bad. They just got hurt. Yeah, Trey Hendrickson. Their defensive line. Ooh, I wonder what the Bills caps looks like. good for right now. But then their linebackers, Logan Wilson, who is an off-ball outside linebacker, who's considered one of the best in the league. They're gonna have to pay him a lot of money. But yeah, so basically. Three out of the four teams that were in the championship games uh, are going to have to make some big salary cap decisions here well, in the, the next Chiefs, year or two. Chiefs, not so much, but yeah, no, no that's what I mean. Like three yeah. out of the four is, and like Chiefs is the only not one. Forty Niners, yeah, Forty Niners. That's going to be interesting. I mean, with the quarterback position, especially. I guess if you just want to, the way that it works in the Forty Niners is if they just continue to build their team with like quarterbacks that make like two million dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's really the only sustainable way they have. At, uh, yeah, because everybody else is making a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but but it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I wanna, I, what website are you looking at this on? Uh, sport. Uh, spot track. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into this later. we got to go to PSAs when we come back. Um, uh, we can talk. We, oh, we can do our position rankings for the draft. Yeah. Um, I want to do a wheel for the Matt. I'm done. I'm so I hate the Vikings so much. No, dude, we gotta we gotta do one more year. This is this is the year we win it. This is the last dance. This is our Rams 2021 season. Yeah, I'm going all in. All in. Problem is, I have no cap, so we'll see how this goes. We'll see. All right, PSAs. This is 223. All right, we're back. More tough scenes here on WEGL 91.1 FM. All right. Quarterback rankings. Draft time. Draft is April. It's always like the second or third week of April, isn't it? Uh, something like that. I don't. I don't know. Something exacts. like that. Um, it's coming up soon, though. It is coming up soon. Which probably awesome. two months. But March, I know the combine is in like three. March weeks. Madness is approaching us quickly as well. It is. I'm excited oh, for that. It's gonna be awesome. Although Auburn it keeps ruining their seedings. I mean, we've lost three, three straight. Yeah, three straight. Tennessee, Texas A&M, now Bama. Bama won, and uh, all of them were close games too. Yeah, the ten- Tennessee that should have been a foul call. Texas A&M probably should have got some foul calls too. But then Alabama, 
Uh, we played a good game. Wendell Green brought the ball down and thought he was Kyrie and got it stolen. And then he brought the ball down again and dribbled it off his foot. You know, statistically, he's, like, been one of our best players all year. I know. I want the statistics of the last 30 seconds of the game. He's the worst player in college basketball. Come on, man. What if he's listening to this right now? Hey, what's up, Wendell? Hey, <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get a game going sometime. No, oh, dude, I told you that's my plan. I'm just going to make fun of him and say I can beat him one-on-one until he's like, oh, yeah? All right, play me one-on-one. And then when I get there and be like, I'm actually, we're going to be best friends. <laughs> okay. Let's see, if, let's see if that works out. It's going to work out, trust me. He seems like he's, he'd understand. Yeah. Was he from Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, like 8 Mile, yeah, he would definitely understand. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, hey, Detroit, Cleveland, eh, yeah. same place. <laughs> kind of. Be like, you guys, you like cars up there? We like metal. Yeah, facts. Steel City. Um. All right, anyway. Yeah, but draft coming up. Each week we're going to give you – Top five? Top five, yeah. I mean, we can give some – if it's uh, – I say the running back class is a little bit deeper than the other one, so we can maybe do more than five. For I don't the know. Backs. I don't know if the running back class is really that deep. I, I mean, they there's like the number one guy, and then there's a big gap between the number one guy and the next guy. I think these guys can be quality, like can be quality players in the NFL. I, th- well, I mean, I think Bijan Robinson will be like a Pro Bowl type player, like X a Sa- like a Saquon Barkley. But I think all the rest of these guys can be Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. To be honest. All right. But you want to start with quarterbacks? Though? Yeah, we'll start with quarterbacks. Um, you want to do yours first? Yeah, I think we're probably gonna have the same. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Young. Yeah, I have. I didn't mind. It was like if you want to run a uh, like a more like kind of run heavy offense with just some like use the run to like open up and do some like short passes and you need like uh maybe an improviser type QB. Yeah. You go Bryce Young, but if you want to just do like if you just want to have like a Peyton Manning, you draft CJ Stroud. I don't know. Bryce Young is That's my Bryce analysis Young, of the two. Bryce Young But I also I think he, he's like a field uh, like a game manager type of player. He could be. We'll we'll see. But he also can improvise. Can't improvise. CJ oh. Stroud can improvise a little bit too. I think this one is mainly just kind of like personal preference. It's like Coke or Pepsi, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Which one do you go for when you open the cooler? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think Bryce Young is more accomplished. Obviously, I would take Bryce Young because I mean, obviously these these two players are going to go in like the top five picks, and so you're going to a team that is bad. So yeah. you want a more improviser type QB. But I think if they were drafting like opposite, the Chiefs went first and Eagles second, I think C.J. Stroud would be a better pick. But obviously it's not going to happen. So, yeah, Bryce Young as well, number one. Uh, number two, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, C.J. Stroud. I think those two are the consensus one, too, and then there's the, you know, the rest is up for debate. Um, my three – is Hendon Hooker. Yes. Also my number three. I think he's no I think he's reason, gonna be elite. No reason for him not to be talked about. I mean he's getting no love at all. He's better than Will Levis. Every single ranking out is Bryce Young one, CJ Stroud two, Will Levis three, Anthony Richardson four, and then Tanner McKee or Grayson McCall or someone like that at number five. Uh Hendon Hooker is bigger than Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. He had better stats than uh Will Levis and he beat Bama. And he's, I mean. He beat Will Levis. He outdueled Will yeah, Levis. Yeah, and he beat Will Levis. 
I mean, Hendon Hooker last year before he got injured. Now, we'll see how he the, recovers. Is from the injury the only? Th- is that that's the problem? That's the only th- reason why he's getting no love at all is because he's injured. I mean, every, it, I don't. It makes no sense to me. It's football. People get injured. He, he has a cannon. Cannon of an arm can move. Can move. Sees the field well. I mean, he's I mean, he he only threw three interceptions when not last year, but the year before that, he went he had his touchdown the he had thirty two touchdowns, three interceptions. And then last year, only I mean, although he missed like three or four games, only threw two picks. Yeah, and, I mean, he's Deshaun Watson. That's who he is. He's Deshaun Watson on the field. He's Deshaun Watson. Okay, okay. We I may maybe don't say that. I won't say that. But yeah, on it think like honestly, that's who I thought like, exactly who I th- they kind of look alike in the face a little bit. But yeah, he's 25, so he's been in school for a while. He's had time to mature. He's not, you know, 6-4. Let's look at his stats here. 27 touchdowns, two picks. 27 touchdowns, two picks. 3100 yards, 70% completion rating. Yeah, he had, he had 3100 yards and he played I mean, he still played like nine. And then we'll go to still. We'll go to Will Levis. Completion percentage five percent lower at sixty-five. Only twenty-four hundred. Even in his best season, which everyone talks about, his twenty twenty-one season is better. Twenty-eight hundred yards, twenty-four touchdowns, thirteen picks, three less touchdowns, eleven more picks, three hundred less yards than Hendon Hooker. And Hendon Hooker played seven games this year. Nah, he played. He eight, played like eight or nine. Eight games, still still less than Will Levis. Yeah. And another thing. Well, how how big are Will Levis's hands? This is the biggest determining factor in quarterbacks. They are. They. I think he does have big hands. Well, Hendon Hooker has big hands too. He's in the ninety seventh percentile. Yeah, and then I He's, mean, he has ten ten inch in, or ten and a half inch. Will hands. Levis didn't play in his bowl game. Didn't go to the Senior Bowl. What are you trying to hide? You not good. Yeah. Come on. You not good. What are you trying to hide? Why wouldn't you go to – think you're too good for Senior Bowl? Uh, yeah, Hendon Hooker has bigger hands. Yeah, Hendon Hooker is clearly is, – I mean, is a better quarterback than Will Levis. Yeah. Hendon Hooker should be the clear, without a doubt, number three quarterback in this draft. They're about the same speed, um, like 40 time. Hendon Hooker's bigger. And his team's way better. Yeah, no, whoever drafts Hendon Hooker I think is – like he's gonna, just, he's probably going to slip down to the second round. Just don't be the Commanders. No, I, I did. I think he could be good for the Commanders. I just think the Commanders is so poorly run, similar to the Browns. That actually, can, we, can the Browns draft him and then somehow dump fifty-five million dollar contract to Sean Watson on on anyone? Just anyone take it? Please. Is that, is that where you stand on the Sean Watson now? Well, for the next four years, we're paying him like $10 million more than Josh Allen yearly and $5 million more than Patrick Mahomes yearly. <laughs> so, sick. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> uh, I mean, what the? All right, that's just that's that's the Browns for you, though. All right, for Will Levis. I have Anthony Richardson. I think Will Levis is better than Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson's I not, think, not a good quarterback. No, yeah, right now, Will Levis is better, but... Project-wise? Yeah, if I was drafting, because I, w- I, I, I wouldn't take either of these two players inside the top 15. Yeah, I would not want 
both of these players on my team. And that might age bad, but I don't care. As of right now, as of February 13th. I would draft Anthony Richardson like the Ravens did Lamar, 32 and nah, first dude, round. I think he's like second or third round pick. Like He's like Dak. He could be so good, though. He could, but dude, he, he can't gets, throw the ball. I know, but that's he cannot throw the ball. He that's can. like your the risk reward. You hope, you know, we take the risk. That's he's not him, he's not worth. We get the him second in our, or first round pick. Risk, we get him bro. in our system. We we get our QBs coach and our offensive analyst to work with, and we'll we'll teach him how to throw, and then it'll be great. He that's, does run a four four eight. That's what I'm saying, and he's like six four two thirty. Yeah, he is. He's bigger than Justin Fields. Dude, maybe uh. If the Packers didn't have Jordan Love, I'd say, like, Packers third-round pick on him. That's what I'm saying. They just passed the torch. And then, yeah, la- after that, I, got, uh, I actually have Tanner McKee, not Will Levis. No, I have Will Levis. Um, I don't really know much about I actually just hate Will Levis. I don't want him to get drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about uh, Tanner McKee. He's from Stanford. I do know that. Yeah, I just – he's like the – That's a QB That's a QB dynasty right People here. have been ranking him, like, fifth and sixth. Andrew Luck. Davis Mills, Tanner McKee. That is That's true. a dynasty. That is a dynasty. Although, was Davis Mills and Andrew Luck with Brian Shaw? I don't know. Davis Mills was like the number one quarterback of his draft class or of his high school class, though. Was he really? Yeah, and he went to Stanford. And he's from Atlanta. What the? Yeah. Good for him, though. Got that. Got hey, that that's why you're on the Texans, bro. Yeah, got that educational back. Yeah, just to lose it by getting sacked 35 times a game by the on the Texans. He's gonna have CTE by year two and a half. You're throwing around the CTE stuff like it's just like it's it's candy. You're Oprah of CTE, dude. CTE is everywhere. Get CTE. You get CTE. All right, we gotta go to PSAs. Uh, Gave Antonio Brown CTE. You did personally. Yeah. Just gave it to him. Here you you just you you ran as fast as you can into his legs, and he he fell on top of you. You're like. Dude, yeah, that that one was like I'm quitting football. Yeah, there's a lot of the. I remember my first Oklahoma drill. I was like 10 years old. Uh, first time in pads. You remember uh, in Jack Martin? That was we. Me and him were like the Oklahoma drill. Oklahoma drill partners because yeah, he was yeah. the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cool. And the, the coaches were like, even the kicker's got to do it. And I was like, let's go, Jack. You and me, come on. We're on the soccer team together. Yeah. We're on HFC together, bro. Come on, we can. Dude, Houston, he's the Houston kicker now. Is he really? Yeah, he transferred from Alabama. Good for him, dude. Yeah, good for him. I'm glad he's out of that that terrible kicking team. Yeah, I know. Um, also, just terrible school in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What's so that? That was our uh, quarterback rankings, but. Oh yeah, saying? I was talking about my Oklahoma drill. My first Oklahoma drill. I was I was like ten. I was facing like. An 11 or 12-year-old, and there's a big gap between 10 years old and, and 12-year-olds, I think, and especially ones who have played tackle football and ones who have not. Yeah, when you're, like, under the age of 12, each year is, like, a significant step up. Um, and I didn't really know what to do, and uh, I just ran, <laughs> and the, the dude, the low man wins, and he got lower. Low man me. does win. And uh, I had a bruise from, like, uh, like here, which is like halfway up my forearm to like almost my shoulder. Nice. And then my dad was like, yeah, this is, this is football. He picked me up and he's like, that's football. That's football. And then I went again. And then I was like, I was obviously crying. Like I was angry. And it, <laughs> it really hurt. And then, Oh, I don't want to do it. And then I faced someone that was about the same size as me, same age. And then I hit him 
and I, I was still like, I was like, this doesn't like make me feel any better. Like this still really hurts. Like I'd rather not do this. So every Oklahoma drill after that, for that whole year, I just would juke. I yeah. would juke the Oklahoma drill. I wonder if just juke the Oklahoma We didn't win drill. a single game. <laughs> Sorry, can't get me. Yep. My coach would be mad. But, I mean, <laughs> dude, I didn't want to get hit. What yeah. can I say? We got to go to PSAs. Yeah. But after that, get into our running back rankings. Yeah. Run it back. Run it back. Full cut, Rob. Yeah. I think Islam's a better fighter. No, Volcott Rob. That's what everyone was saying. All right, we're back. Last segment of Tough Scenes for tonight on our super show. On our super, super show. But uh, two running back rankings? Yeah, uh, like I said, I, I mean, I know the names. I, like, I watch these guys play in college, but running backs are like a weird position group for the draft for me. Yeah, I just kind of... And I think there's a clear number one. And yeah. I, after that, I'm not sure. I put Bijan Robinson number one. Yeah, me, me too. He's, he's kind of special. Yeah, he's if you wanna if you want your Saquon Barkley, go get him in the first round. Yeah, pretty pretty like if you had to do a NFL comp player comp, I would say Bijan Robinson is comparable to Saquon Barkley. Does he have as big of legs? I don't know. Not as strong, but not maybe. as big a, not as big a quads, but similar play styles. And number two. I think this guy would be way higher if he wasn't injured this year. But I got Devon Achaney. A, a, a chain. A chain. A chain from Texas A&M. He's insane. I think he's my backup running back on the Vikings franchise. He's only like he's he's five nine one ninety, and he is just a shifty. His NFL player comp is like oh, yeah, that has to be him. He runs a four two four forty. Yeah, it's insane. His player comp is like CJ2K. Oh, pretty much. I Just like that. extremely fast and kind of shifty. Not going to run anybody over, but, you know. I like that. Something like that. Something like Chris Johnson. And then my number three, I got Jameer Gibbs and then He's Tank solid. Bigsby and then Deuce Vaughn. Jameer Gibbs, 446. Fast. What's Tank's 40 time? 448. Fast, Deuce Vaughn. I want to see his forty time. It's not going to be as fast as I think it's going to be, but I think it's going to be like four, four, five, five, four, six, four, four, three. Ooh. I the only problem with Deuce Vaughn though is I don't think that you can draft him and have him be your true number one. No, but he he's going to be, be like a third down back. He could be really good on. We like, kind of saw that with Clyde Edwards-Helaire. They drafted him like a real small guy to be their first, down, their you know number one down. back. Yeah, and yeah. It, it just doesn't work unless you give it to him out the backfield. But if you get him in the third or fourth round as a third down back, he great, could be like great pickup. Tony Pollard to Zeke. Yeah, pretty much because or like just, Tony Pollard better than Zeke because he he's just I think all around better. Or just Tony Pollard. I mean, not Tony Pollard. Darren Sproles. Well, yeah, that's his. That's his. That's his comparison. Is it really? Piece. Yeah, because they both played at Kansas State, and they're both 5'6". Like 5'6", six. Six, yeah. yeah. Dude, Darren Sproles in college. You need to watch his highlight tape. How long ago was Darren Sproles in college? 03, 04. He, played, he had a long NFL career. He did have He a was long also NFL like Big career. 12 Player of the Year. I think he might have been a Heisman finalist. Maybe Deuce Vaughn. Why? Maybe Deuce Vaughn will just be that guy who has a long mm-hmm. NFL career, just like – All-time name. Just like either getting like, like a re- – punt return job or like you're just gonna be on their running backs you're just gonna be on the roster 
Dude, I hope he I hope he becomes a fantasy monster. I hope he like becomes like Alvin Kamara. That would be pretty cool. I just think he's slightly too small. Well, he's thick enough. He's thick enough to take the hits. He is just small though. He is just a little small. But hey, you know. uh what team what team could use a Deuce Vaughn type of player? The Bills. The Browns. Oh, dude, the Browns have Nick Chubb and Deuce Vaughn. Dude, but what about Kareem Hunt? Free agent. Not signing him. Oh, y'all aren't re-signing him? I don't think we will. Mm. But Nick Chubb. It's the past one-two duo in NFL history. That we didn't that, use. Yeah, that just wasn't used correctly. Yeah, it's, it was It was really nice. Thanks, Kevin Svansky. Um, Jameer Gibbs could be good for the Browns. Um, He could be. I think Nick Saban would be good for the Browns if we can draft him <laughs> somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, then I got Tank Bigsby. I just hope that Auburn hasn't, like, did what Alabama did to Trent Richardson and just used him up in college. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, t- I think Tank is going to be very good in in the NFL. I think with a lot of these running backs that come out that are going to be, like, second, third, fourth-round picks, you just need to get, like, a chance. Yeah, it, it says on here that Tank's projected in the third round. So you just need to get, like, your chance – to be the starting running back because if you're like a third or fourth round running back pick, you could easily just get buried in the depth chart. Dude, Bijan Robinson runs a four four nine, but I swear he is faster than that. Dude, he was rapid. Plays faster. He's he got, does play got, faster. Uh, plays like Jerry, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice ran like a four six. I don't know who would draft a running back in the first round though. Just doesn't. he's projected a top ten pick. On NFLDraftBuzz.com. Is he projected a top 10 pick or just top 10 like in the rankings? No, he's the number one position rank overall rank in the class nine. His draft projections first top 10. Let's see. Deuce Vaughn is like on the second page, but I... I just don't know who would draft him in the first round. Maybe... Deuce Vaughn's projected to be a fifth round pick. You think like? Oh, he I I faced his high school. Who's a team that in wrestling? Bills maybe could take him. Who? B. John Robinson. Yeah, I mean I I think that would be pretty nice for the Bills. Bills need a, a running back. I just feel like, especially after watching a seventh round running back win the Super Bowl, I feel like teams are just gonna be like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna wait. Oh, dude, Muhammad Ibrahim. I remember. The first game back from COVID uh, last year, Minnesota played Ohio State. If Ibrahim didn't get hurt, Minnesota had Ohio State on the ropes. You remember that? Which game? It was like first game of last year, like 21. Uh, it was. The yeah, f- oh, yeah, I do remember it was that like game. It was Thursday. Yeah, that was not a very fun game to watch. Ibrahim was balling before he got hurt. He was balling. All right, so this, this, uh, why this mock draft is the second round? I I'm d- I'm gonna do a wheel of what team I would have got today for the AFC before the show's over. I'm doing the division right now. AFC South. I don't like this already. I'm glad this isn't my real wheel. This one has the Philadelphia Eagles drafting Bijan Robinson at ten. I swear, if they do that, bro. Yeah, that would not be. They did like. They Miles Sanders leaves and then they get a better running back. Actually, that's probably what they will do. 
Uh, they're probably going to draft B. John Robinson here and not re-sign Miles Sanders and then dra- just have a better running back next yeah, year. Yeah, on a better deal. Yeah, on a better yeah, on a better deal. I'm so glad that this. I'm going to hope count. that actually. I I don't think I believe a single pick this guy is saying because he put uh, Dalton Kincaid as the first tight end taken to the Titans at 11. Huh? When the Hey, Texans! There I'm you so, go. I'm so glad this is not a real wheel. The Titans need anything. Uh, they probably need more than just the tight end. I don't think I'd take him with my first pick. And this guy also has Anthony Richardson to the Jets at 13. Yeah, I'm I'm not listening to anything he this guy says. Yeah. Who is this? Yeah, who is this? Who is this? Chad Reuter? Oh, Chad Reuter. This guy's always messing around, doing stupid mock drafts. Yeah. Chad is just such a... Such a playful guy. <laughs> he has covered the NFL draft since 2000. He was hired by NFLDraftScout.com as a senior analyst in 2007 and continued that role. He joined NFL Network in t- 2011, and now in 2023, he just uh, puts out horrible mock drafts. Yeah. Dude, Anthony Richardson at 13. That might be, like, the worst. That could be a terrible pick. Oh, it would be a terrible pick. Because I mean, they would have the to, potential. I, have I know to go, what, they'd have to go play him now. Zach Wilson sucks. Yeah, so he would start yeah. right away. Yeah. Anthony Richardson has to sit for a year. Yeah, maybe two. Maybe behind Kyle Trask. Maybe his whole year, his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. What do the do the Bucks really go with Kyle Trask? I think they're gonna have to. I think they're gonna have to. But I, if I was the coach or the GM or the just anyone. Of like in the front office of the Bucks, I would not be excited about it. Uh, I'm gonna say this so I can say that we talked about the NBA in the show description, but uh, KD got traded to the Suns. Yeah, and he's not gonna win anything. Yeah, CP no rings. CP no rings. Um, and that's the show. <laughs> and that's the show. Uh, yeah. Shout out Suns fans. Scotty Scheffler won uh, uh the Phoenix Open in a pretty boring fashion on Sunday. It was up by like Typical. three shots the whole way. Thanks, Scotty, making it boring for us. Yeah. Dude, the mas- did I didn't see a Masters commercial. Well, I guess it was on Fox. That's why. Oh, is, Masters is commercials Masters are coming out soon. only CBS? Yeah. Or NBC? CBS. Yeah. I love Masters commercials just are the best. Georgia. Georgia. The Masters. The Masters. That, I got it. That's the bucket list thing there. Yeah. I'm probably going to get sick and watch it like I do every year. I don't even try – like, I'm not even faking sick. It's just every year by the Masters, like, I just have some sort of allergy thing because yeah, of springtime. This, uh, like – so last Monday, it was, like, 70 degrees. Tuesday, same deal. Wednesday, same thing. And then Thursday, and Thursday Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's just been, like, 50 and raining. Yeah. And now it's back to, like, 70 today. And it is just doing damage on my sinuses. Yeah. One of my sinuses is always just closed at all times. Yeah. I'm – yeah. I can't. You can't even blow your nose. It's just all. It's all the way up there. Yeah. No. If you do blow your nose, like nothing comes out. Yeah. It's like just it's just like your air. nose cavity is just like shut. Yeah. It's concrete. <laughs> all right. That was kind of nasty to end the show off. Just but. concrete. Hey, love you guys. Hey, hey, love you guys. See you next Monday. See you next Monday. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you are interested in more sports content, 
visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.